0: Nature is a place where we can find adventure, make discoveries, and get back to our roots. I'm Lisa B., artist and storyteller here at EcoSyked, and I love dreaming up original stories like this one to share with you. I'm psyched you're coming along with me on this adventure. It's time for a story. This is Stardust. Leo woke one ordinary morning and put on his left sock and then his right sock. He changed into jeans and a t-shirt without a glance in the mirror. Same old, same old. He went downstairs for breakfast. When Leo walked into the kitchen, his dad was leaning over a bowl of cereal at the kitchen table. He caught a drop of milk on his chin that he wiped away with the long sleeve of his work shirt. He drank the last bit of milk from his bowl and carried it to the sink. When he turned on the faucet, the stream of water caught the curve of the spoon and splashed his shirt and face. Leo and his dad had a good chuckle. Leo sat down at the table. His dad placed a bowl on the plastic placemat in front of Leo. He emptied the cereal box into the bowl and poured in some milk. He purposefully plopped a spoon into the bowl and the milk splashed onto the table, and they had another chuckle. Leo and his dad sat at the table while Leo slurped milk from his spoon. When Leo finished his breakfast... He put his bowl and spoon in the sink to soak, and the man and the boy washed themselves up. They left the house, and Leo's dad dropped him off at school, tossing him his backpack through the open passenger door of their pickup truck. For Leo, this day was like every other day in his third-grade class. He sat quietly at his desk at the back of the room, On the playground, Leo and one of his friends sat at a picnic table away from the other kids and secretly traded candy and clever insults. When the school day ended, Leo spotted his dad waiting for him in the curved driveway in front of the school. He walked by himself down the front steps of the school building and hopped into the passenger side of the truck. They gave each other a smile and his dad gave Leo a little nudge on the arm. It was their favorite time of day. When they got home, Leo's dad took a shower to wash away the workday, and Leo switched the channels on the TV until he found a superhero movie. His dad emerged from the hallway looking refreshed, and he heated leftovers in the oven for dinner. The two ate together, balancing TV trays on their laps on the couch. Leo was especially quiet this evening. When the movie was over, he brushed his teeth. His dad tucked him into bed and said goodnight. Leo's dad paused in the doorway, looking at his son and wondering if Leo knew how special he was and how much his dad loved him. When the school week ended, Leo's dad was once again outside the school waiting for him. Leo noticed he was not wearing his work clothes like usual. Maybe he had an extra messy day at work and had to change before he got in the truck. They began the drive home when Leo noticed that his dad turned right at a stop sign when he should have turned left. He glanced at his dad, who was wearing a sneaky grin. Leo was a little excited and started guessing where they were going. But with every guess, his dad laughed and shook his head no. In their old pickup truck, they drove down busy streets and then down long roads outside of town. The windows were rolled down and their arms were waving in the wind. Every now and then, the vehicle let out a little sputter and they mimicked the noise with their mouths or armpits. Leo couldn't remember having more fun in his whole life. The town grew farther from sight and mind and the forest now lined both sides of the street. The air had grown cooler and Leo thought it smelled like Christmas. The truck turned off the pavement and down a dirt road into the forest. It wobbled over rocks and bounced through dusty potholes. Their arms bounced in the air outside the windows, too. Soon, they reached a wooden toll booth with a woman in a tan uniform sitting inside. Leo's dad handed her money, received a ticket and a map, and the gate in front of the truck rose. They drove slowly as Leo's dad fidgeted with the unfolded map in his lap and made this turn and that. Finally, they pulled into a parking space next to a wooden picnic table. The two hopped out of the truck and Leo's dad pulled bags from the trunk and placed them on the table. Leo was thrilled. It was his first time camping. He ran around the campsite, jumping on the picnic table and balancing on the stone walls of their very own fire pit. He ran from the campsite and into a clearing in the middle of the forest where several tents were already set up. Leo sprinted around the clearing and circled back to see his dad waving him back to their campsite. Leo and his dad unloaded a brand new tent from its bag. Neither of them knew what to do next but they built their tent with a little patience and the help of the directions that were included in the bag. Leo's dad hoped nobody had been watching. They blew up a new air mattress inside the tent and draped it with cozy blankets Leo recognized from home. They gathered firewood from the woods and unloaded the cooler to prepare for dinner. As the sun went down, Leo and his dad roasted hot dogs over a fire they started all by themselves. The hot dogs were perfectly pierced at the end of sticks they found in the woods. Hot dogs never tasted so good. They used the same sticks for dessert. They lit marshmallows on fire and ate them with sticky hands and faces. Sometimes they talked and laughed and sometimes they stared in silence at the tiny flakes of red that floated upward into pieces in the smoke above the fire pit. During one such moment, Leo's dad stood and doused the fire with water. Leo was confused. His dad grabbed his hand and led him to the clearing beside their campsite. In the middle of the field they stretched out on their backs in the grass. When Leho looked up, he caught his breath. The dark night sky was filled with specks of light that twinkled in the distance. He had never seen such a sight in town. Leo's dad began to talk in a soft voice. Son, have I ever told you the story of your birth? Yes, you told me the story of me and Mama. Well, son, your story goes back further than the moment your Mama first laid eyes on you. I read a story about you. Billions of years ago, Do you know how many years that is? Well, let's say it's more than we can count. Billions of years ago, there was a big bang in the dark night sky. No one really knows what caused it, but gases shot out into the sky from the explosion. Clumps of these gases got together and started to burn right in the middle of a dark sky. Can you imagine... Anyway, these gases clumped together and formed the very first stars. As these stars burned through their gases, they made new elements. And one by one, the stars burned up all their gases and exploded. All the gases and new elements inside those stars shot back out into the dark sky. All that old and new stuff clumped together again and formed new stars. And they exploded and formed even newer stars, or something like that. All of this exploding sent stardust all through the universe. Did you know our very own sun is a star made of this stardust? Not only that, all this stardust floating around formed asteroids, too. Well, some of those asteroids were on a crash course with each other, and when enough of them collided into a big ball, a planet was formed. Sun, we are stretched out on a bunch of smashed asteroids covered in water and trees. Leo wanted to know more. He stayed silent and kept staring up at the sea of stars in the sky. Leo's dad continued. None of this is even the most special part. All this stardust that created the Earth also makes up everything on our planet. The oceans, the plants, and the creatures. Son, hold your hand up to the sky. Leo held his hand up to the sky, fingers outstretched. In the dark, he could see only the shadow of his hand against the star glow. His father said, That hand of yours is made of stardust. My son is made of stardust. Leo stared at the shadow of his hand in disbelief. He wiggled his fingers. Could it be true? He wondered. Am I magical like the stars? As if his father could hear his thoughts, he said, you are made of stardust. Your mama was made of stardust too. Her stardust is all around us in the air and inside the trees. Why, some of her stardust is probably twinkling up there in the sky. They stared up in silence. Leo thought about his mother. He thought about the stardust that made up his hair as he pulled on a strand. He tapped his fingernail against his hard tooth and he closed his eyelids and reopened them to see if the magic would still be there. It was everywhere. That night, Leo and his father slept soundly in their tent under a canopy of trees that grew tall under a tapestry of stars. Leo dreamt that he walked hand in hand with his mother and father through the clearing, and that their hands twinkled together like stars. When Leo returned to school the following week, he walked a little taller. After all, just like his classmates, he was made of stardust. Did they even know? Gazing up at the night sky fills little Earthling me with big wonder. Now it's time for a little trivia about Stardust. Here's our episode question. Are human beings actually made of Stardust? Push pause if you'd like to ponder this one. Okay. Let's learn if human beings are actually made of stardust. According to an article by London's Natural History Museum and planetary scientist and stardust expert, Dr. Ashley King, human beings are made of stardust. Dr. King explains that it is totally 100% true. Nearly all the elements in the human body were made in a star and many have come through several supernovas, or star explosions. It's very likely that there are a whole bunch of different stars that have contributed the elements we see in our own solar system, our planet, and those found within you. When stars run out of energy, all the elements that were inside them are swept out into space and new stars are formed from these elements. Dr. King explains that this constant reprocessing of everything is called galactic chemical evolution. Every element was made in a star, and if you combine these elements in different ways, you can make new gases, minerals, and bigger things like asteroids. From asteroids, you can start making planets Then, you start to make water and other ingredients required for life, and then, eventually, us human beings. Did your mind just explode like a star supernova like mine did? Okay, back to Earth. Do you know any fun jokes about outer space? I'll share a couple I have stored in my stardust brain. Why doesn't the sun go to college? Because it already has millions of degrees. How do you organize a space party? You plan it. And here's an extra one simply because it's out of this world. Knock, knock. Who's there? Solar. Solar who? Solar, are you going to get any better jokes for your lovely eco-psyched stories? Visit the Stardust episode post on the eco-psyched Facebook page to share your own funny and appropriate outer space jokes. Let's get together again soon for another Eco-Psyched story. Hey, grown-ups. If you and the children in your lives enjoyed this original Eco-Psyched story, please consider giving eco five stars on iTunes. Check out eco on Facebook and Instagram, too. Visit eco to find more stories and explore episode artwork. Thank you for joining me, Lisa B., on this eco-psyched stories adventure. See you next time.